What is up, everybody? Happy Money Wednesday, everybody. Any day to ends in why he caught us like right before we hit record on this, though, or he went live. I think we're live now. But you got the more of the behind the scenes on how Boger and I talk really horrible to each other, like shut the hell up. <laughs> we're 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 brothers at this point. We're not just friends. We're brothers at this point. So yeah, you know. like we're sibling. That sibling love, man. It's like, hey, man, I like your green earbuds. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and then and then, <laughs> yep. and then Chris is rocking glasses today. I, he's just trying to be yeah, more he, like me. I think you know. No, nah, man. I'm telling you, when I got glasses on, bro. When I have glasses on and I'm drinking out of this mug that my niece bought me back in Disney World, genius. the Mad Genius. And I got that on. I'm building some stuff. So this is going to be a fire episode today. Um, I got a lot of things to cover. But guys, I appreciate everyone tuning in live. If you're not here live, get your butt here live. We like to feed off the audience because oh, we're both, you know, used to speaking to people in person when, remember those days, by the way? Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was kinda, yeah, that was kind of weird. So um, we really thrive off of you know, communication and, you know, making sure that everyone's, you know, really grasping the information that we're dropping on these lives. Um, we have a really powerful show without well, really a show, but a lot of updates where we kind of are um, from the, you know, pre-launch beta testing going into March 1st, and then rolling after with the um, website development. There's a lot of great things going on, but if you are watching and recording of this, please do us a favor and our staff of a huge favor. And send a message in the chat box that you did watch the recording. So that way our staff isn't going to chase you. Okay. There's nothing worse than having people chase people all day long. It's like playing piggy boo, piggy boo, go. Hey, I'm here. So, but just to let everyone know, we encourage everyone to comment as much as possible. Yeah, right. If you have anything you want to add, I mean, be a part of the show. Feel free if you're here live, communicate as much as possible in the chat box, whatever platform. Well, all the platforms we all know what Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever we're on. So other than that, guys, encourage you to participate. Brian Bogart, what are we talking about? So we're going to hit some stuff that we're rolling out that we started rolling out last week to some of the founding group that's going to be going live uh, March 1st with Winject. There's a lot of exciting stuff that's happening. There's there's more and more engagement consistently. We're getting people onboarded. Um, the wait list continues to grow. So looking forward to opening that up. But I'm just yeah. going to to hit what, what Chris said. I, I really, really want to encourage. Again, we can get on these things and just jam for 30 minutes uh, multiple times a week. But what we really want to do is make sure that we're aligning value. So not only is it important for you guys to give those, those comments uh, so that we've got consistent feedback around what's going on, but that we're answering and speaking on the topics that are most relevant to you, right? Because we can sit up here and create topics and just freestyle on stuff. Uh, Chris and I, anybody who's watched anything that we've done, you know that we can talk <laughs> infinitely. Um, and typically, if it's within a confined period of time, the fact that we've been able to keep it consistently to 30 minutes each week is a shock. But point is, we want this content to align with what's going to be most valuable for you. So these live shows are for you. They're not for us. Make sure you engage. Um, but some exciting stuff that I want to highlight. Um, we have upped the amount of engagement internally in the free tier for Winject Studios. And so twice a month now, we're going to be doing a live Q&A, not on live here in terms of live streaming, but we have got a Zoom room that we've got set up that all of the Winject community members get to be a part of. And the panelists are all four founders with extensive experience in the podcasting game, as well as everybody from the community. We've got some veteran podcasters in our community who really understand the game as well, in addition to what we do. And so there's sure. open Q&A and open dialogue. We've had two of those calls so far. 
Both have had a high amount of engagement. Both have added a bunch of value into people's worlds and that they can actually apply real time into their podcast. But we're gonna be doing that every other week now internally. So make sure you become a part of the Winject free tier. You get access to that. And again, it's a brainstorming group. It's it's an opportunity to grow in everything that you're doing. Right. The uh, next thing I wanna highlight though, uh, go ahead, Chris. It looks sound like you were gonna say something. No, I just wanted to shine a light just on that one little piece. I want everyone to start getting into the habit of ensuring that you're making sure you're getting here live on Wednesdays. This will be an introduction. If you are part of the community, it will be a, a kind of like, a, I guess, a weekly kind of update. It will a part of the segment of the show is that where we, Brian and I are going to be going over the why and sprinkling that in. Yeah. So that way, when you go on the community Q&A, it kind of maybe will prime you for some of the questions that you might want to ask. So just to shine a light on that. I yeah, yeah, you know, it's perfect. It's perfect. So I'm not going to hit every single value tier in each one of the tiers. I'm just going to hit on some of the stuff that I think is most exciting and where I know that people are getting the most value right out of the gate. So that's some of the stuff in the free tier. Obviously, there's collaboration, there's community, there's collective impact discussions all taking place in there. Tier one, which we just rolled out last week to the founding group, will be available uh, to everybody starting March 1st. Again, there's multiple different assets that are going to be added into that from a value perspective. But the one that I think is really intriguing is you get access to the Download Growth Club assets as well as the every other week aspects. So the Download Growth Club is something that one of our other founders developed, created. There's 30 videos that really are focused around how to grow your audience, how to grow your monetization, how to grow your downloads. And not only do you get access to the 30 videos and the vault of content to teach you a lot of these things, but they're actually having every other week calls as well, specifically for tier one members to talk about download growth specifically. So this is going to be an area, again, everybody that we've talked to is like, hey, I want to grow my show. I want to grow my audience. And yes, this is a side hobby. Sometimes some people are monetizing, but they're like, I want to monetize this and turn it into a business. This is one of the first steps to get there. So uh, go ahead, buddy. No, it's just the main thing is just getting yourself organized. And I, I scream on top of a mountain saying this. I mean, you need to start with the outcome in mind, but doesn't really matter if you can't visualize the outcome. That's part of the issue. Yeah, so 100%. if you're starting the show just to start a show, just to hear yourself talk, that's fine. <laughs> Who cares? But own it and really have that direction on who you're trying to reach or whom you're trying to reach and what are you trying to serve in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, so the outcome in mind, if it is to build a real business and if you this is a side hustle for you, I've seen a lot of side hustles turn into a multi-million dollar business and they go, they look at their job and like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. Why am I here? <laughs> okay. And that's right. what we're here to do. And that's what, that's a lot of our expertise is like, that's the market that we're really trying to serve is that guys, I mean, podcasting isn't just something that it will be cool for you. And it's obviously for people to learn a little bit more in depth of you, but it, you can really structure yourself and position yourself as a credibility source in the marketplace and really stand out. So yeah, that's 100%, 100%, 100%. And so the thing I also want to highlight is I, I know I've had a number of conversations with podcasters who are like, look, I just do this because I really want to help people. I don't care if I monetize it, but, but the reality is they're like, I want to change people's lives. I want to give them permission to be who they are or do what they want to do. And, and by the way, that's a hundred percent, a good, strong reason to do it. But to impact lives, you also need to be able to reach more lives. And so whether or not you ever have desires to turn this into a business or to monetize it, I, I don't even really care, frankly. If this is something that you just want to do from a pure impact perspective, you know that aligns with me. I'm about collective impact. I lead with impact first. Monetization always follows in the things that I do. But the reality of it is, is getting in here for download growth helps expand your reach, helps expand your audience, which helps expand your impact. 
So make sure that you pay attention to that. We need to, we're, we're really addressing this for all types of podcasters because we know there's people in different schools of thought. We're okay with that. But to add credibility, that's the other thing that I also want to highlight. Um, I forgot to mention this in the free tier. If you go through the process of doing the onboarding steps that we've talked about in the free tier, which again is free, it doesn't cost you any money. Once you've accomplished what those core elements are, you're eligible to go live on our Thursday spot with Adam Scheibel. You get a 10 minute spot to really highlight your show, your credibility, your impact, who you're trying to target. And so far, that's really been beneficial for a lot of the podcasters that have joined in. So we're already getting that calendar booked out quite a bit. So the earlier you get in and get that stuff done, the more value you get because you get to be promoted. And then that goes out on all of our Winject channels. All the founders are promoting that on their channels. And so you're getting more exposure just by the fact that you're, you're joining the community. But the credibility piece really starts to come into play as well in tier two. So I talked about Download Growth Club in tier one. We talked about a couple of the free things that are, are really adding value right away. But tier two is where it starts to come together. So there's two additional things in tier two that up your credibility to another level. Tier two gives you the ability to be coached by our founders on creating a two minute commercial for your show. We're gonna help you through iterations. You get to do the filming. We're gonna help you how we position it. What are some of the words to say? Where and how do we produce this and put it out? And that two minute commercial is gonna be aired on all the Winject Studios platforms, as well as you're gonna have the asset to use for yourself to be able to pitch your show to, to potential guests, mm -hmm. do show swaps, as well as use that to be able to help you generate opportunity for sponsorships. Because in a two minute window for somebody to absorb who you are, what impact you're trying to make, what the purpose of your show is in a really succinct, well-formatted capacity elevates your credibility in the game. And so that is a huge, 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 huge value that's a part of tier two that I really wanted to highlight. The other huge value around credibility in tier two is that you will get a guaranteed spot on Let's Talk About Your Podcast, which again is hosted by one of our founders, Adam Shibley. So he has been able to really create massive platforms. He's got a lot of downloads on his shows. And again, Let's Talk About Your Podcast is a Winject Studio show that you get to be highlighted on, which adds your credibility. And it's not just a 10 minute window at that point. You get an entire episode to talk about you, your impact, your show, and where and how you're starting to develop things, things as well as to get feedback real time on different ways to critique and grow what you're currently doing. So again, I'm not gonna outline every single bullet point in, in the free tier one or tier two. What I did highlight is some of the things I think are most exciting and some of the things that I believe are gonna add some of the most incremental value, monumental value, in terms of your show, audience reach, downloads, monetization, sponsorships, and show growth overall. So I think that's phenomenal. The other thing I want to—I really want to pivot our conversation to, Chris, is again, we, we have some other things rolling out. So I want to start with having you outline some of the other pieces that are going to start rolling out. Um, I'll highlight a couple of them, the business builder, the sales team, some of the social stuff that we're going to be doing, as well as some other places that we're plugging this in. But the other conversation I want to have, because you're, you're one of the best on the planet with this general thought process. So I really want to have you riff for a minute, either before or after we talk about what's next on this idea of abundance mindset, particularly with money and building businesses or side hustles and hobbies. And so really starting to understand like what's the difference between a scarcity and a growth and abundance mindset when it comes to money and business specifically. Oh my gosh, so much to cover in so little time. Challenge accepted. Here we go. All right. Before we kind of, before I go into that, that's a whole nugget right there. So let me shine a light on the testimonial, the two-minute pitch, the commercial, going into let's talk about your podcast with I'm Shibley. Here's, here's from our way of thinking on how and why we structured it that way. 
you got your once you're done with your your checklist to become part of the community you have all the things done the rss feed with a little logo you are part of the community with the facebook groups you have all the access to everything to get instant you know seeing the instant return on the investment which is zero dollars and seeing their downloads go through the roof and you having more engagement, especially in social media posts. The next piece you have your show spotlight. That's a two minute pitch. Well, 10 minute intro. If you do it right to have your testimonial done, which we will take and stream on all of our lives in between different segments. We're not just going to be going live Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays for tier two members. You're going to have an exclusive Q and a where you're going to be going live on our channels to really go into depth on your show and some of the guests, potentially if you have guests on some of the questions that are sending in, we're going to open up the doors and open up the floodgates for people to communicate directly to you as the podcast host. That is huge for the second reason uh, the testimonial in the two minute pitch is to prep yourself for that Q and a live and also prep you for let's talk about your podcast with Adam Shibley. So that way you're setting the table. You can't invite everybody to dinner if you don't know who they are. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Set the table, get everything right. We'll set, we're setting up the structure and the foundation for you to really build on a solid foundation as the founders of Winject Studios to catapult yourself into crazy, crazy type of results. On the back end of this, talking about abundance type of mindset and abundance like. I hear a lot of this with some of the influencers out there. Oh, you need a abundant, abundant mindset and, and do this and do that. And do, I can hear a lot of this stuff, but when you make that shift over into abundant lifestyle, that's a completely different shift. It is, man. That there's no limitations at all, but you also have to realize that your past is your past and history for a reason and your future. You can create from the decisions and choices you're making right now, presently. So the only thing that matters is right now. No one cares what you did 10 years ago. No one cares what you did two minutes ago. It matters right now. So as a podcaster or as a business person, if you're new, if you're not new, guys, I have turned people from a five-figure earners into seven-figure earners within the next like 18 months. But it's all done by under helping them understand and seeing things they cannot visualize yet. Notice I said the word yet. Yet. Yet is a very powerful word in the English dictionary. Yet and get. When you get to do what you do for a living, don't have to, to get to, then you can see the possibilities of getting, if you haven't achieved it, you can get there. If you put in the time and effort to prep yourself for the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Most of you are probably, so here's the two biggest objections when people go to invest into themselves. They need to see the instant gratification. They need to see the value. And that's our job. And we'll definitely sprinkle that in. If you don't see the value, I'll get you some bigger glasses than I got. The other side of it, you need to kind of figure out, okay, I don't have the financial means. I'm doing this as a side hobby. That's not what you really mean. So what you really mean is you don't see the, the value completely as in the time that you're putting into something. See, I look at time and I look at money the same way. Because with time, I can earn more what capital, right? More money, more revenue. But you have to also, what is my value? So if you're focusing on you and only thing you can control right now is your effort and your attitude and putting in the work, then you're setting yourself up to 
have that credibility in the game, skin in the game, for you to start structuring and start thinking like a business owner, thinking like yep. a multimillionaire. You don't be just become a millionaire. You have to turn yourself into a millionaire mindset, that type of mindset before you get there. Yeah, Brian, you I know you want to touch on this. Yeah, let me jump in on something real quick, if right, you don't mind. Please. I think what you just said is really, really critical because obviously mindset is 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 key. You have to start thinking and, and envisioning what's ahead. But I think one of the big things that I see that holds people back is the difference between expenses and investments. Okay. All right. Right. I think that there's a lot of entrepreneurs and smaller entrepreneurs in particular, or people Let's who operate from a scarcity mindset that view so many things as I don't have the money. I don't, I, I, it's going to be an expense. It's something that I have to literally spend money on. And so because there's an inability to see the future and you can't understand the investment and what that's going to produce in terms of opportunity, it's, it, it changes the way you think. And so there are real, real expenses in business, right? Like you've got to have technology costs, but again, those can also be viewed as an investment. There might be human capital costs. Again, those can also be viewed as an investment. Sometimes it's like, you've got to hire an accountant, a CPA, you have to have people legal costs, right? Those are not necessarily expenses, but they're a cost of doing, or sorry, those aren't necessarily an investment, but they're a cost of doing business because you really have to have those structurally down to operate. But when, when, when we get to the point around how do we invest in ourselves, right? I look at this and, and, and I mean this with absolutely no agenda behind it. But you know, when I hired my first coach seven, eight years ago, I, I, I initially viewed it as an expense. And then when I started to get in and I recognized what that started to do to level me up to, to the next place where I could move faster with less effort, I started to view it as an investment because that investment had literally an ROI tied to it. Because when I could move faster with less effort, I could produce more income. I could grow more in my business. I could grow more as an individual. My health was better. My relationships were better. And oh, by the way, I say all this with, with a major caveat. I had to put in the work. There is no magic pill. But I think what I often see, when it, whether it's habits or whether it's the way that people enter into a world around how do I grow and scale a side hustle, it's this idea of, I only have so much money, so I need to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. I look at things like I will leverage debt. Literally, if I don't have the capital, I will leverage debt as long as I see a direct line to, to, to revenue. Can if I, can I can say, see, a, me, yeah, please. Can I say something just on that one topic? And I want to, I want to, I'm going to challenge everyone right now for a second. In chat box, if you know, or if you're watching and recording us, whatever, or send us a message directly to our staff. What is your relationship and understanding of debt? If you obviously we launched Winjack Studios, Brian, did am I using my own capital? Am I using my own funds? No, basically not. Neither one of us are. Nope. What am I using though? We're leveraging debt. We're leveraging people. We're leveraging time. Um, we're leveraging resources, some that we currently have, but uh, we're not we're not infusing a bunch of personal capital into this thing. We see the opportunity, and so we're leveraging it appropriately. Right. So that's living in an abundant lifestyle. Yep. I'm not going to search on how much money or how much funds that I have. Those are my earnings. There's a difference between consumer debt and business debt. Okay. When you learn the difference of these, you can leverage. People talk about, oh, I need to pay off my house as soon as possible. That's the worst thing you should ever do. You can get it down. You can do pay downs. You can do refinance. You can do certain things to gain more capital. But the main thing is for you to leverage every asset or everything you can to figure out, okay, how much money can I gain as much as possible? And now I have leverage for me to now I'm going to break out some game plans and some budgets for you to knowing how to capitalize on the opportunities. So this goes to the 
people that maybe are looking at it as a side hustle. What you need to do is you need to leverage credit as a resource, one, seeing what is actually available to you, if any. If it is available, great. If not, credit repair is there. Well, just so happens, I've been in this industry for a very, very long time. There's some big names in the, in the industry that leverage credit and teach people this. And just so happen, I have a relationship with that company and I only send students, clients, um, customers to that one specific funding source because they're not just a credible source, but they are so much of a trusting source. They're going to do everything possible just because they're coming from myself and my businesses because they're going to do everything possible because they know that I give them so much more value that I'm going to do everything in my possible I can to put them in the right situation yep. for them to pay off their loan. So here's the thing about leveraging credit as a resource. When you leverage credit as a resource, you can do consolidations, you can do different type of leveraging. But when you gain enough, you can liquidate cards, whatever you need to. Now you have the funds, financial means to invest into yourself, That's invest right. into your business, invest into whatever that might be and looking at different revenue streams, breaking it down like profit shares and doing like passive income. When you start doing that, then you start earning. When you start earning, our number one objective at that time is helping you pay off those credit cards, pay off the loans as soon as possible to refinance, now setting up business debt. That is the most powerful thing you can ever do. Powerful. When you set up business debt and you learn how to leverage that, your leverage entities. Like I bought certain things and I've invested in certain things with just an entity, Brian. Yeah, I believe just it. Just an entity. And I was able to earn passive income, take that down and then move it over. And then now I have six or seven different revenue streams off of one investment off of passive income. That's powerful. But, but that goes back to what you said in the beginning is you know your value. And so you're comfortable leveraging debt because you know that you have a path to revenue on the other side. And I you're comfortable with, skill. right, yes. you have a high income skill. And so, and similar, right? I operate the same way. I, I'm not risk averse. And because I'm not risk averse, I get to play a more aggressive game. But that's because I can move myself to an abundance mindset because of the way that I have demonstrated my value and my worth historically. So for people that don't feel that they understand their value or their worth today, and so there's clearly some scarcity tied to how do I leverage debt? I'm not sure I see the path to revenue. Um, what are some thoughts on that? And then Grace uh, actually had a comment that also popped up. So Carolyn, I'm hoping you can throw that back up real quick so we can see it. Because I want you to answer my question and then also let's address what Grace just said. What was I think your this question is powerful. Again? You said Grace and I got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Hit Grace first and I'll come back to my question. So debt is a flow of energy money. Was your honor as a scale? Yeah, of course. I mean, the main thing is understanding what you can control. I'm going to keep going right. all the way back to this. That's what right. can you control? Can you control the debt? Can you control the marketplace? Can you control the currency? Can you control this? Can you? What can you control? Mm -hmm. You. You, 100%. You. You can control you. When you can start understanding and directing those thoughts, you can't control your thoughts. I'll prove it to you. Think about your next thought. Can you predict it? No, I can't either. Like, oh, look, squirrel. Like, I learned how to direct my thoughts into a positive outlet at all times. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't have negative thoughts. I have negative thoughts all the time. That's a re, I have to recondition myself, rechannel that, figuring out and go into the stem of the source root of cause, finding out why am I thinking this? Yeah. And then I reverse engineer it and put That's it back right. together. 
And then you so, can pause in those moments and choose a different path, right? I mean, I've, exactly. I've got an I am statement that I connect with because I, it's, and it's simple. I am the manifestation of my thoughts. Yes. I know 100%. that what I focus on is what manifests in my life. And so that's one of those things. So my question to you was, there are individuals who have not been able to demonstrate their worth and their value to themselves yet, regardless of what stage of life they're in. And so it's easier to be a little afraid of debt or leverage or where and how to invest in Absolutely. yourself, even if you have the capital. So how does someone, and I, I've got my own thoughts on this, but I want to hear for you. How does someone shift from a position where they don't view their value and their worth to a place where they are comfortable investing in the future business opportunities and investing in themselves from an abundance mindset? First thing is first, you give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to be wealthy. Give yourself permission to be great. Give yourself permission to be the top 1% or the 1% of what you do for a living. My dedication becoming 1% better each and every day. I know it sounds, it sounds, it sounds really sexy, right? Well, they don't see it at four o'clock in the morning, waking up and going through raging wars with myself and yeah. getting myself in the right frame of mind to even focus on mind, body, spirit, and even going through my routine. I do more by 6 a.m. than <laughs> most people do all day. And I can say yeah. that confidently. And I know yeah. you do as well. Yeah. There's, there is a very systematic approach I have to every day in why Not some days. Every day, every day, 24 seven, I have to focus on this because I'm the person where if I have a plan B, I'm going to go, I'm going to start thinking about that plan B. Yeah. I have blinders on. So for when I'm going after something and making that shift and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge everyone again, and I'm, I don't know what, maybe I shouldn't be drinking coffee right before these things. So <laughs> I'm going to challenge everybody in order for you to not give a crap. If you make a dime on anything. That's when you that's when you are successful and that's when you are in an abundant lifestyle. Yeah. I can care. I actually would tell clients, I'm you're talking about board meetings, Brian. Me sitting down with two to three to five million dollar yeah. deals, and I literally told them I can give it to be buy or not. Yeah. I, so it doesn't me, matter to me. But let, you have to, me, you have to though, because this is why XXX. Yeah. Let me let me riff on this for a second, because I will tell you, I was in a position where I operated from a place of scarcity in, yeah. in my prior life. And, and I will tell you that, you know, to your whole point on it starts and ends with you, it's absolutely true. I'll tell you, for me, it took me a long time to understand what my scarcity mindset was rooted in. And it wasn't truly scarcity, although that's what I thought it was. It was shame. Oh, wow. Right? That's powerful. I will tell you that for me, I didn't understand the role that shame played in my life for a long time. And it literally impacted so many things that I did. So two things, you know, Brene Brown outlines this best. So I'm going to give her credit to this, but it's like, there's two talk tracks to shame. The first is I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Right. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't ever live there, but that wasn't my dominant force, which is why I couldn't identify it as shame. Shame is the ultimate wolf in sheep's clothing because it really shows up in multiple different ways. It masks itself as a bunch of different True. emotions, fear, guilt, right? Uh, scarcity, all of the things. The second talk track to, to shame is when you shut down that worth piece and you show up in the arena and you're ready to go to battle, it's who do you think you are? Everything major I ever did, I felt the need to apologize for to the point that I literally would pull the throttle back because if I, I, I including making money and being successful. Because that wasn't my primary root driver. And so every time I made money or I was successful, I was like, oh, I felt the need to apologize. And it literally held me back. And so part of the thing that I think we need to pay attention to here is mindset and abundance mindset is really understanding what is the deeply rooted emotional trigger that's actually contributing to that scarcity mindset that you kind of have You gotta today. let go. You gotta let go. And until you, you can let, let go, go of that stuff, 100%. Yeah. And so, but I will tell you, I say this definitively because I was there. Because I was operating from a position of shame, because I was ratcheting myself back, I was operating more like a scarcity mindset and it, I limited myself. Now for me, 
I, I, I'm one of those that I'm focusing on impact first. And every time I focus on impact, I'm rewarded exponentially on the monetary, on the monetary side. 100%. And so I will say that very clearly. But I also want to say there's no shame in making a lot of money. I used to operate from that place. I used to feel badly. Like, why, why am I put in a position where I can be successful and others cannot? Like, that was just where I was at. And so the reason I say that, there's no shame in making a lot of money. Now, that is not my, driver, my primary focus, but money gives you freedom. Money gives you opportunity to create experiences. And money gives you the opportunity to impact more people. So for me, I had to shift my mindset to a place where I could receive exponential amounts of money so that I could impact more lives. One of my big drivers is to be able to give at a very big level financially back into the community, which I've done consistently. And I'm going to do it at an even bigger rate. But I want you to understand, whatever your driver is, I wanted to hit on that point because it's not about you just have to go make a lot of money. Understand what's the root. Why do money, I want to be Money successful? always comes. It always money comes. comes if you focus yeah. on impact. And as long as you free yourself from the bridling of shame and the worth and all those pieces that hold us back, you can be successful and impact a lot more lives. And that's all we want to do is help you get there. Right. Um, there's nothing more satisfying for me to be able to view when some, I, I, I don't remember every person's name that I was served, right? And I'm serving people in a different capacity seem like you, right? Yeah. But I do remember their stories. Yeah, man. Because I immerse, I put myself in their shoes so much. I'm actually feel their feelings and feeling their experiences. And then that's a whole other topic. That's happening. We can I, unpack that in the future. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something, you know, powerful for people to understand. But here's the thing. When you're dealing with fear, shame, all this stuff, guilt, when you give yourself permission to be great and you're giving yourself permission, you got to surrender. That is the most powerful thing you can ever do for yourself is letting Trust go of and your surrender. Trust and surrender. And what I mean by and you, for those who have heard me on other shows, and I kind of went on a tangent, I think it was on Jeff Lopes or maybe it was that. I, I love don't Jeff. Know. God, I love Jeff. I mean, I meet you. He's one of my favorite people, man. Um, I went nuts on one and he just kind of like, I just like, I guess he just asked a question and I went on a tangent for like 10 minutes, which is easy to do. Right. But I, when he hit a button, he hit a trigger. I read a book a long, long time ago. I can't, I think it was Dr. Eric Burns, the games people play. But I realized that that book wasn't powerful for me to realize what other people were doing. It was the games I was playing with other people. Yeah, man. And with myself, the most important relationship. I gave myself permission to love myself. And the only way to realize, only way to love yourself unconditionally is you have to know who you're not and then circle back to who you are. That's right, man. And Which, I'm a by bad, the way, and, and I'm a bad ahead. son of a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, right. I'm the king of my kingdom in my mind. I might not be the best in the game yet at what I do, but I'm on the path. Yeah. Because no, I'm I... willing to destroy the version of myself every day for who I should be and who I'm going to be. Yeah. And, who and I do that by elevating others. Yeah, and that's what you right. do as well. Right. That's right. So we're right at the half hour mark. We've honored that we're going to keep this tight. And so I'm going to close this real quick. Do you have any other closing thoughts? Because I'm just going to hit one more, one more point if you don't. One thing. Okay, go. Take what we're saying. Take what we're saying and just be open-minded to it first. That's it. Think about it in an outer body experience or put take your emotions, take everything out of it. And not only listen to the words that we're saying, I want you to feel the energy and feel the intention behind that. And you'd be the judge on what would be the right way for you. That's right. So the way I'm going to wrap is very, very simple. Anybody who's followed anything I do, you know what my sign off is. You know what my email signature is. And this is how we're going to wrap this show because it's perfect for this topic. What we want you to do is to be great and be you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Hit the music.
<laughs> this podcast is part of the Winchect Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.